Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our second season of So Your Advisors Will See You Now. We just want to say thank you so much for all of our listeners for listening to season one. Uh, If you haven't listened to that already, we strongly suggest that you go back and listen to it. Our first season was dedicated to information about applying to school, uh, how to kind of make your decision on where to go or kind of narrowing down your career fields. And there was a lot of helpful information. So if you haven't listened to that, you know, go back and listen to those episodes. But this season on season two, Kiki and I are going to be talking about four-year college alternatives. Because we feel uh, strongly about this, that usually once you go to school, everybody mostly focuses on you need to get into a four-year college. But we also want to provide information about what other alternatives there are out there, because those might also be a good fit for you, depending on what you want to do. So today, in our first episode, we are going to specifically talk about community college. And I think it's very beneficial to talk about community college because I feel like in the past, some people kind of looked down on it. And, but now that I look back on it, I'm like, it's pretty affordable to get, especially mm-hmm. some of your gen ed, like your gen eds done. So we'll talk a little bit about what gen eds are. Cause some people might not even understand what that is, but it's mm-hmm. definitely um, even a good approach. If you're considering on, if you want to go to a four-year college, but if you want to save some money, get your gen ed, your gen eds done, then transfer. This is also a good way to save some money in that regard too. So don't automatically overlook community college. This might be a step for you to go to, four, to a fourth-year school, or maybe for you to even get a, um, a general associate's degree. So we'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about that. We'll unpack that because maybe you're like, what are they talking about? What's a gen ed? What's an associate's degree? But we're gonna dive a little bit into that now. So I'm going to ask Kiki our first question. Kiki works at a community college, so she is going to be laying down the wisdom, <laughs> laying down the wisdom today for, for most of our information. But Kiki, just lightly, how do you get into community college? It's very similar to what we were talking about before, but let's just begin mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So you definitely, as Kimmy said, it's a similar process. You still have to apply, submit an application. It's more just an application to get you in the system. Um, and to help you follow enrollment steps. So um, I know at my community college, it is, I guess you consider it like continuous admission. So students can apply at any point in the school year um, mm-hmm. because we have different sessions. So of course we have fall, we have spring, and we have summer sessions, but there are sessions within those longer semesters. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just go to this college's website. If you are in a certain, well, you know, any state probably has like their own, um, like community or college in general, college system website. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, yeah, I won't say, well, I know, you know, we have ours, you can go and do your whole application through this specific website, whatever state you're in. So it just, again, you're putting your name, your information, personal information. Kevin and I talked about in the last season, applying to a four-year school, you have to do essays. You don't have to do an essay for a community college. You just literally apply and you, I should have just started with this. You get in automatically. There's no like mm-hmm. having to get vetted or anything. They're not looking at anything specific to get you in. Everybody gets in. So it's a pretty easy process. Just, you know, fill it out. Just mm-hmm. do it in one sitting. Um, of course you want to do your um, like residency determination. That's just that's to determine if you're an in-state resident or out-of-state resident. Go ahead and do your financial aid. Uh, I would say just do all of that. Submit your high school transcript. If you have mm-hmm. college credit, do all of that. Just get it done in one sitting. It's a really easy application process. Yeah. Quick question on that, too, because now that I'm thinking, you still have to, uh, to pay an application fee, correct, for, for your community college? I know you, could probably, you probably get to speak on behalf of all, but for yours, do you have to pay an application fee? Ours is free. I'm pretty sure you don't. I'm. I would venture to say that all community colleges. This is a, this is an assumption, but ours is free. I would think that all community college applications are free. Okay. If they're not free, they're very inexpensive. But I don't think you have to pay for them though. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
So I know you kind of wanted, I know you wanted to dive in a little bit more about that high school does matter. Cause even mm-hmm. though Kiki just mentioned, she said, it's pretty easy to get in. There's not much of a vetting process, but we don't want you to necessarily think, oh, okay, I can just get into community college. Therefore I don't need to show up to my high school classes. I don't need right. to be getting A's. I can get some F's in high school and go mm-hmm. to community college. No, that's not what we are saying. Mm-hmm. So your high school grades, they still do matter. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is it can influence your placement. So do you want to talk about like the placement tests and that sort of thing, Kiki, and how that works? Right. So again, everything is going to be, it depends on the state you live in. Um, but in my experience, so Kemi's absolutely right. Your high school grades are very important. And that's just like an obvious statement. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you, maybe community college is like a backup option for you. But you, you know, you still want to do, obviously you're still reaching to do well in your high school classes for if you are applying, if you are applying to a four-year school. Um, but maybe you, you know, you go through the four-year school application process and you're like, this is not for me. Um, you still want to keep those grades up, especially at the end of the, your, you know, your senior year, keep those grades up because your grades are going to matter wherever you plan to go. Um, mm-hmm. The reason I say that is, so for example, Kimmy mentioned general education courses at the beginning for students that have certain GPAs. And again, it's state by state. Um, some states might just use your high school GPA to place you into courses. Some you may have to do a placement test to determine like where you are in terms of college level. So college level are classes that go towards your degree. So um, classes that are going to count towards your program of study that you're getting grades in. Mm-hmm. Um, some students do you GPA wise, Sorry, you want to some? Yeah, you want to list some of those? So general education courses are going to be your English, your math, social sciences. So social sciences are like your history, psychology, sociology, history. Um, It could be economics courses. It could be anthropology. um, Your natural sciences. So those are like physics, chemistry, biology, whatever your you know college offers i know we have astronomy um as some bio as some science options yeah um really general education courses i think i named the majority but general education courses are really just as like as a saying general yeah um, so like they're not science, specific like a science, yeah a math, exactly. english and then you can kind of choose what specific course within there but it's just a general mm-hmm. in in one of those fields i guess you'd say yeah exactly or it could be like some elect like electives can fall into there too Mm -hmm. or like communications courses um fine arts humanities courses those are all general education courses really just think about classes that aren't specific towards your major for the most part some may be but all of them are not specific towards your major and every degree is going and in a an associate's degree if you're doing a degree for the most part you're going to be required to do some level of general education so yeah, as I was mentioning, your high school GPA or your placement test scores are important in terms of like how you get placed into college level general education courses. Because um, some students come in, their GPA is not is not hot. They're going to have to start with, I don't like to call them remedial. A lot of students would consider them remedial, but I would say they're more like refresher courses. And again, mm-hmm. it's going to vary, um, but these are classes that likely won't count towards your degree, but maybe... It's just, they're just helping you to improve your, I would say this, they're preparing you for college level English and math. Mm -hmm. So like writing, um, pre-calculus algebra classes, statistics classes, even though you think like, oh, I did so, like, I'm really good at math. I'm really good at writing. But if your GPA doesn't show that or your test scores don't show that, that's where you get placed. That's where Mm -hmm. you have to start. Um, So keep that in mind. Going into a four year, sorry, going into community college, they're going to talk about your advisor is going to sit down with you and talk about your placement into certain classes and have the understanding. Maybe you just had a slack last year or there was personal things going on. We understand as advisors, we understand things happen. So we know we're not, we're not putting you into these classes because we don't like you. Like we're just, we're just going by what our policies and procedures are at the college. Um, so if you know you're great in math, then the refresher courses should be easy for you. Easy, exactly. If you're same thing for writing, but if you're not so hot in math or you're not so hot in writing, um, they're going to really help you. They're going to help either way. I really tell students like, what if one day you take calculus one? Mm-hmm. Like even though 
you need to take refresher courses. You're not doing calculus one material in that, but you're doing work to prepare you for calculus one um, or any higher math. Um, mm -hmm. So think about too, if you've been out of school for a period of time, you haven't done math in a long time, or you haven't written an essay in a long time, these classes are helping you. I'm harping on that because I tell students every day, like they're going to help you. You're going to feel yeah. better prepared, especially if you really like sit down and don't just do the work just because like do it because you want to understand it. It's going to help you in the long run. So mm -hmm. yeah, moral of that story is your high school grades are, are important. They're really going to inform your placement into certain classes once you get to college, whether, whether that's community college or the four-year college, just to be clear too. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you talked about the placement, you talked about gen ed courses. Now, mm -hmm. can you kind of define for us what an associate's degree is? Because I know we had this like conversation before about defining the difference between like an associate's, like an applied science degree and the mm -hmm. difference between transfer. So just transferring credits, because in community college, there's two ways that you can go. You can go to community college, so you can get some of your gen, gen eds done, and you could transfer to a four-year school, mm -hmm. or you can actually go to a community college and get an associate's degree, so you're actually getting a degree from it. So there's two um, ways to look at a community college. So do you want to mm -hmm. kind of dive into the differences between those, Kiki? I can. So when you go to a community college, Kimmy's already mentioned, the highest degree that you can attain is an associate's degree. I have heard, like side note, I have heard that there's some community colleges that are doing bachelor's programs, okay. but it's like very, very new. I've, I heard that like very quickly, um, but just expect when you're going to a community college, you're going to get, you're, you're pursuing an associate's degree as the highest degree that, that they offer at that college. Mm -hmm. um, so- Which is a two-year degree, right? Right, it's what, it's most, most students would call it a two-year degree. I try to tell people also to get away from that two-year degree. It's the most like, it's the easiest term to differentiate between a two-year college and a four-year college, mm -hmm. but just don't put a time limit, time limit on yourself. If it takes you longer right. to finish an associate's degree, this is my little soapbox. It's okay for it to take longer because, you know, there's other factors that go into coming to school. Like school is another, is like another thing in your abilities box, but you also, you may have work, you may have family things, you may have just other things completely. Mm -hmm. So if it takes you longer than two years, that is fine. I always tell people, take a few classes at it. If you know you have a lot going on, take a couple of classes at a time. Do really well in those couple of classes each semester so you can, you know, finish successfully. Mm -hmm. But that's my soapbox. Um, but so as Kimmy mentioned, there's either associate and applied science degrees or your general like transfer associates degrees. So when we talk about an associate in applied science. It's literally that it's an applied science. You're applying what you're learning in the classroom to what your career will be. Mm -hmm. So like some examples of applied sciences um, could be welding technology. So these are also like technical degrees, mm -hmm. but it could be welding technology. It could be nursing, dental hygiene, business administration, paralegal. Um, maybe you're doing like culinary arts, baking and pastry, hospitality. The list mm -hmm. goes on and on and on. And depending on what school you go to or community college you're going to, the names can vary. Um, but again, as I mentioned, you do have to do like general education courses. That's standard for any degree. Um, but you need those because like if you have to write a lot of essays in your paralegal studies class, you need that writing foundation. So again, your gen eds are going to be required for the most part. But these these are classes you're like taking for your, for your degree. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be in paralegal, if you're going to be in welding, you're actually taking these classes that are specific to that career field. So of I would course, say they're like course. specialized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I would say they're like specialized courses. Mm -hmm. Um so that when you graduate, you have that skill set to be successful in that specialized career field. Mm -hmm. Um and the applied sciences are different than like your general transfer degrees cuz general general transfer degrees are only comprised of general education courses. So you may have some electives in there. So like, let's say you want to be a business major, then you'll have some business electives in there. So like your economics, accounting, computers courses will be included, but you're not really getting into, like Kimmy just said, you're not really getting into your core classes until you transfer to the four-year school. Mm -hmm. But if you look, if you think about in a, in a general transfer associate's degree, 
it's really just helping you to complete your general education courses mm -hmm. for your major once you transfer to your four quote unquote four year school. Yeah. Um, because I'll just quickly say, like, an associate, a bachelor's degree is usually 120 credit hours. So if you do half of your have half of your bachelor at the community college, you've done mm -hmm. all of your gen ed, so you can transfer and just do your core your major core classes. courses. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then so kind of just to put it in another way. So even so in regular four year colleges, your first your freshman year and then maybe even some into your sophomore year as well, mm -hmm. you do have to complete gen ed courses. Mm -hmm. So if you look, have to compare the two price tags, the gen ed courses are going to be more expensive at a four year institution versus you're going to a community college to get it done. So it's kind of yep. like if you want to save some money, just get the gen eds done at the community college, then transfer into the four year college. Yes. If it's going to check off the same boxes on the same list that you need, mm -hmm. you might as well get it at a more affordable price. Right. Why? Like, why have that extra price tag? Why? So, and because, and then after you get your gen eds, literally, you could transfer to the four-year college and you're jumping right into your core courses. So literally the specific courses that cater to your major, which mm -hmm. makes sense to like, you're going to pay the money for the specific courses that you need. So why not save a little extra cash for the long run? Why not just shave off a little more debt than you need mm -hmm. to you know I, I i should have looked up the app well that kind of depends from school to school i, I was i was going to do like a little example of what's the average cost per course for mm -hmm. a general and a university a four-year versus a community it's college. a huge difference but it's, it's like i mean i don't even like like you said it would, it would depend on each school each yeah. state but it's a huge difference yeah like the credit like per credit hour Mm -hmm. um per credit all right, hour all right, like just go into it knowing you're paying you're paying a lot less like Kimmy said that's what I would really consider like and I guess when, I'm not sure if we're going to get to this but I'll just say it now community college would be a good option like if you're not ready to go to a four-year school yet it's a great option mm -hmm. you can commute you can still be at home if that's what your situation is maybe you're just not maybe you don't feel like mature enough to go off to the four-year school yet um but think about if you go to a four-year school like Kimmy just said, you're paying a whole lot more for your classes. Mm -hmm. um, but for your gen eds. For your gen eds. Um, but consider, like, if you're not mature enough yet, you go off to school and you don't take it seriously, you just wasted a whole bunch of money. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I'm not saying, I'm not saying come to community college and be slack, but... Um, but you're if saying... You, if like, you are slack, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, what you're also saying is, like... Um, if you're honestly not even 110% sure what you want to major in in a four-year college, why waste your money paying extra, extra on right. courses when you can just take your time in the community college, get the gen eds done, and then figure mm -hmm. it out versus mm -hmm. spending extra money figuring out, then you're like, oh, man, actually, I'm in the wrong four-year college. I shouldn't have even applied here. Exactly. Because you can be all the way across the country, mm -hmm. and you just don't have that support the, the support that you need at that time. But Kimmy's absolutely right. Um, take that time at a community college as well to just think about it. Even if, even if it's like one or two semesters mm -hmm. that you're just trying to think about what do I want to major in before I transfer, do that. Don't, yeah. don't feel like you have to go. And I think a lot of students just want that four year school experience that I totally understand. Yeah. Um, but you can still get that. You're not going to get the full four years. Well, you are. Cause even at community college, we have organizations, we have clubs, mm -hmm. you can do, um, you can be a student ambassador. If you want to be a tour guide, you know, mm -hmm. most community colleges have that experience. Yeah. You're just a commuter student. I think that's the biggest, yeah. honestly, well, the biggest difference. Well, there's actually some community colleges out there that actually have dorms. You have to that's look true. for it. And that's it's true. not, it's not, not as common, but if you mm -hmm. look out there, there are some that actually have, have dorms. And I was, that's true. Yeah. So if mm -hmm. you wanted to even get that, that experience as well, just have to look for that as one of your needs that you want so yeah exactly i know we got on a tangent but i mean i think that's a helpful tangent just like yeah consider the cost of taking general education courses um but just to go back to, to like applied sciences i was going to say so i would say an applied science well it depends on the field like if you're going if you're getting your associate's degree in nursing you are going you're getting your degree to be a nurse mm-hmm like you can, of course, get a bachelor's to be a nurse, but you can get it an associate's degree. They do take they do take longer than two years usually, but you can go be a nurse. You can go be a dental hygienist. You can go be a welder. I don't know. There's so many things that you can go out and still have viable careers um, where you don't need a bachelor's degree. So definitely, if you don't, if you 
just finished high school and you're you don't really love school or like those 12 years were a lot for you consider community college because an applied science degree has a lot of it can have a lot of weight it can have a Mm -hmm. great salary depending on the field um consider it or if you've been out of school for a long time and you're like oh I don't want to spend I don't want to be in school for a long time consider an applied science or consider community college because there's so many options there's so many options and especially I guess depending on the city you live in different you know so like if you're in a big banking city or if you're in a big um industrial city then that's going to be those are probably going to be the higher Mm -hmm. the more popular degrees at your school but guaranteed that it's guaranteed that community colleges like wherever you are located are partnering with like the community like employers in the community because they want they want their students to go out and be Mm -hmm. like in those jobs that are within your region you know what I'm saying so yeah just to meet the Mm -hmm. needs of like what's going on in society if it's it's like exactly if something's popular in the area obviously they want the your community to grow so therefore they want to ensure that there's these jobs that are available and they want the needs to be met for those jobs. So, yeah. And I agree with Kiki too. Um, Definitely do your research on, on whether you need to get a bachelor's degree for some specific things. Cause even one of my Mm -hmm. good friends, he got his bachelor's degree and then he went back and got his associate's degree and found an associate's degree in automotive. So he Mm -hmm. said, I literally wasted my my time and my money and he could have got it for years. So there are, so definitely look in your area, see in your community colleges where you are and see what kind of associate's degrees they provide. Cause it may be something that you're interested in. It might be quicker and, mm-hmm. and if it's easier for you to complete it, then you can also have a, 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 a quicker time to get into the career field. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a win-win and you're also saving money too. So, right. um, and then, but also too, I guess I should say this with every job. Uh, no matter what job you're going to work with, there's going to be a pro and there's going to be a con with something. So always do a deep mm-hmm. dive on whatever job you're going to do. No job is going to be 110% perfect. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just meeting your needs and what you like. No, it's true. And you made a good point too, Kimmy. So like, if you go to a community college and you tell your advisor, like, I want to be a psychology major, but I don't want to transfer. Mm-mm. that's not that's not, not that's one of those majors that's not going to be a degree at the community college so um like you said Kimmy yeah. it's definitely important to like research yeah what you want to major in what your career goal is because some degrees you absolutely just need a bachelor's degree for right and then even and even still sticking to psychology you after you get a bachelor's degree in psychology you right. still need to go like you can't there's not all that many jobs that you can do that pay well with just a bachelor's in psychology. That's one of mm-hmm. those degrees that if you really want to make some good money, you got to keep pushing forward to more education, like a master's mm-hmm. or a PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's why we always say, do your research, try to narrow down your career fields and what your interests are, because some paths are lengthier than others. Some are more expensive than others. But once you get an idea, you can see, okay, maybe I can cut some costs doing this. Maybe I can cut some costs doing this instead. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that can definitely help your wallet and, um, and just the money and the loans you have to pay back after. Right. Mm-hmm. And sorry, back to my point too. Yeah. And so if you, and I'll say another thing. So if you go to your advisor and you're like, I want to do automotive, but I want to transfer, that's likely not going to be a degree you can transfer either. So Good point. I say that every associate in applied science degree does not transfer to every four-year school. It likely won't transfer to most four-year schools. I should mention an applied science degree is like for workplace readiness so it's preparing you to go into the job force after you graduate um so things like culinary automotive um paralegal i'm just naming some that i work with regularly they don't all transfer but some schools so some community colleges will have agreements with some of the four-year schools where you can transfer certain applied science degrees so we're just we're just saying all these things to you all so you know what research to do like going Mm -hmm. in so we don't want you to be surprised when an advisor or somebody else tells you like, oh, that doesn't transfer. We don't want you to be shocked because you had this plan. So if you're, you know, if you want to do automotive, but you want to go to a four-year school, maybe mechanical engineering is a better fit for you. Cause you definitely, but that's more like higher level. It may not just be automotive, but you have that experience to work with like mechanics. So just remember every applied science degree doesn't go to every four-year school. 
And if you do, if you understand that going in, it'll be help. It'll help you in the long run. But if you're like, oh, I just want, I just want to get an applied science degree. I still want to transfer. Just know every credit you take may not transfer to a four-year mm-hmm. school. Um, but again, we're just really trying to encourage everybody. I know we're talking, we're saying a lot of things, but this is what we, this is what we do. <laughs> um, but we, we're really just encouraging everybody to do their research to, so you can understand when you go, when you apply to a community college, when you are looking ahead to like what you want to study, like you have a great understanding of what this degree can do down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just to simplify this, because I always kind of have to repeat in my head these things to make sure I'm understanding it. So in community college, you can get an associate's <laughs> degree or you can do some gen eds, which are transferable credits. Okay. They're not the same thing. The gen eds can usually transfer over to the fourth year colleges. The, mm-hmm. the associate's degrees, those are your core kind of skill sets for a specific field. Those do not all the time transfer over to a four-year school because those are focused things. You'd have to do your research on that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that but I also, yeah, no, that's, that's a good way to simplify it. Um, I guess I didn't mention too. So like your general transfer degrees are either going to be, generally they're like associate in arts or associate in science. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they have associate engineering, maybe they have associate in fine arts, but those are like your general, your general transfer tracks are associate in arts, associate in science. So if you want to do a science field, you'll fit in the associate in science. If you want to do a more liberal arts major, that'll be associate in arts. So if you're thinking about transfer degrees, again, I'm helping you when you talk to your advisor, if your advisor tells you, oh, you want to be a psychology major? Oh, you want to be a business major? You're doing associate in arts. Don't get mad at them when they tell you associate in arts because it doesn't mean like an art degree. Yeah. You're not just doing like, you're not going to be drawing the whole time. That's not what it means. It's just, again, like a liberal arts education. Mm-hmm. So when, you're, you know, when your advisor says these are, your, these are your degrees you'll fit in based on your degree, maybe if you're not sure, just, just lightly ask them like, oh, what does this mean? Instead of being like, I'm not yeah. in this degree because I get that all the time. And I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> I'm like, this is your degree because of the major you're fitting into. So that's the difference. An applied science degree is going to be like an associate in whatever degree it is. Um, whereas you're, if you're doing a transfer degree, it's not going to be, you don't declare a major until you transfer anyway. So that's why we're not putting you like, that's like why specific, we're not giving, like, yeah, like classes. specific. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Trust, I'll just say this too. Trust your advisor. Like we know what we're doing mm-hmm. 99% of the time. Yep. We know what we're doing. Yep. Um, we make mistakes, but trust your advisor. Again, I, I, I say like ask questions. Cause if you're, if you're just like, I don't understand, just ask them gently. Like, yeah, we're, we're not trying to like sabotage you in any way. We're not trying um, to hoodwink you. I promise. At all. At all. Cause I get plenty of students that are like, um, I'm the associate in arts program, but I want to study business. And I'm like, well, did you listen when we did the presentation for two hours and we talked about these degrees? Probably not. But, you know, <laughs> it's a lot of information. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's, it's absolutely a lot of information. That's why I say, like, if your school does, like, new student advising sessions or if they do orientation, ask all the questions. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say all the questions, it's like, ask all the questions. Um, or if you, like, you need, like, need a one-on-one session with your advisor, schedule that. Ask mm-hmm. for it so you can really understand, like, why you're taking classes. Um, Cause I just often see a lot of students that just don't understand like why I, why, why am I taking an art class, mm-hmm. art history? Why am I taking music appreciation? Why am I taking public speaking? Um, again, it's just well-rounded classes, whether you're doing an applied science degree or a transfer degree, we want you to be well-rounded in various fields. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, if you have questions, just ask them. Like that's what we're here for. Yeah. Whether it's me and Kemi or your actual advisors at your, at your <laughs> school, but just ask. I know. You can ask us. Well, don't ask us specific things in your university because I don't know their policy. Exactly. But, yeah, but, I don't know that. But. but if you're not in college yet and you need some, some like guidance, we, we got you. Right. <laughs> or if you, if, you, if you need help with like formulating questions to ask, we'll yeah. help you with that too. That's what we're here for as well. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So Kiki, do you have a lot of students that usually do um, dual enrollment programs? Is that is that something that often happens? It is. So I don't necessarily work with those students um, until they like finish their dual enrollment, but we definitely have that. So again, your county and everything we're saying is just general, but um, your county may have a partnership with your community college where you can get free college classes. 
Um, if you're sometimes it may start as early as ninth grade. Sometimes they start in 11th grade, but we definitely, we definitely have dual enrollment programs. So it can either be dual enrollment where you are like at your high school, but you're also taking um, college classes or we have like middle college. That's like middle or early college mm-hmm. where students can, they, the, the, for us, they start in 11th grade, but they can take like a lot of gen ed. So like they've done all their high school classes and then okay. start doing like general education classes. Um, so that by, by the end of it, whether you are duly enrolled or in middle college, early college, you could possibly have an associate's degree by the end of your right. high school career. I have a question about that. So mm-hmm. do a lot of the schools, those schools reach out to you first or do you find that some families independently reach out to you to get that started? So I think it's more like, I know for us, I think it's more our recruiters go out and like talk to the schools. Okay. So I would say it's more of an initiative from the community college to let students and their families know, like we have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually for the public schools. I know here it's like public right. school student. Um, sometimes if you're in a private school, but if you're a private school, you probably have access to like more AP, but right. uh, more AP, not saying public schools don't have AP, but you could probably, you know, if you're homeschooled or at a private school, you could possibly squeeze in to like a dual enroll, pro- dual, dual enrollment program as well. Mm-hmm. But they're m- mainly catered to like the county, like public schools though. Okay. But yeah, I would say that your recruiters are probably going out or you may be getting mail just because you're a public, you know, public high school student, you probably are getting that information. So look out for it when you get that mail. <laughs> Cause these are free. Cause like I said, usually I know for us, they're free classes, but I would venture to say like, this is kind of encouraging students to utilize their community college. Right. So they want you to come. So they're probably going to be paying for the classes for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I know. I, I didn't know too many people when I was in high school that took them and if I would have known about that, I, I totally would have. I, would have I know. Gotten out I, of the way. Exactly. I will say working at a community college has definitely humbled me because I'm like, man, why didn't I think about this? But I think about like the summers where we were at Elon, mm-hmm. like just hanging out. Like I was working during the summer, but like if I could have just done a couple of online classes mm-hmm. at a community college, mm-hmm. I would have, you know, been working to get my degree faster or just getting mm-hmm. it out of the way. Right. Um, I just didn't think about it. Cause like I went to a, I went to a private school, so we wouldn't, they probably wouldn't have allowed me to do dual enrollment, but even summer, like summer classes or right. just getting it under my belt. I, I think you mentioned at the beginning, Kemi, like people look down on community college mm-hmm. and I will admit I was one of those people. I'm reformed now cause I work at one, but <laughs> uh, so I, so I understand the amazing benefits of a community college. But if I was just like more forward thinking, or even if schools and like just all the schools we go to just encourage students, explore all your options, yeah. like, you know, what, what Kemi and I are doing. But if your guidance counselors do that, like there's nobody too good for community college. I'll mm-hmm. just say it that way. I mean, we have students that are, I would say any community college, if you're going back to get your, maybe you're applying to med school, maybe you're applying to other programs, you can go to a community college to get your general education classes done at a, you know, smaller cost. Yeah. Nobody's too good to use a community college or yeah. to go I think even I, for one class. <laughs> yeah. I think if I had to like, everything boils down at the end of the day, like you just have to do your research. I mean, cause I can't say it's like the ill intentions for your high school is not to necessarily share with you community college, but if you go mm-hmm. to a high school, they're probably obviously going to want to share. We have one student that got into Yale. We got one student that got into Cornell. You know what I mean? Obviously that's a driving force for marketing and just showing that, Hey, like we actually do our job and we educate our students. Mm -hmm. So necessarily people don't think to, to maybe mention community college that it would fit in somewhere. Right. But it always comes down just to doing your research. What is mostly going to meet the needs for you? Because yeah, that's great. If you got into Yale, it's going to be expensive. If you get a full-time scholarship, then you better go to Yale. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And you and better do well. go. And buckle um, down. Yeah. And buckle down. Um, but if they, if you don't get a full scholarship or any scholarships at all, just look at how much it's going to cost. Look at how much your boarding fees are going to be. Look at what it's going to look like when you finish. See if the job that you're going to do, if that salary is going to pay that off in time, and then see if it's not going to be a daunting amount of money that you owe. So there's mm-hmm. always you always have to examine things, see what your need is, see what your comfort level is. Um, I know me, I like to save a little bit of money here, so I don't, in there, <laughs> if I could go back in time, I think I would have completed my gen eds 
and then I would have went to Elon that way. I actually knew someone at Elon that did that. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, one cool. person. I don't want to shout their name out because it's, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Because it's their business. So it's not yeah. like, <laughs> like shout out so so. Right. You, you were smart. <laughs> they text you like Kemi. I know, like what? girl. What? <laughs> but yeah, but someone did do that at Elon, and I'm like, wow, I wish I could have went back in time and did that, but I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know, and that's why we have our podcast sure. now. So. Exactly. Ooh, but on that point, um, community college classes don't transfer everywhere. Just keep that in mind. So if you are thinking about like, oh, I want to go to Harvard, I want to go to Yale or any selective school, just know that your community college classes may not transfer to those more selective colleges. Mm. Um, again, I would say that your community college classes are intended to transfer to your public institutions like within your state so like wherever you live yeah um wherever you live that's where they'll likely transfer because again the public schools like want their like want community college students to like feed in to the to their to the public school um but like your state your private school within the state may take your classes too um but they may but not i just because they, they can may be picky because they're private so exactly mm-hmm. yeah i know i know there's some schools here that we like in our state that they will not they like they will straight up tell you they don't accept community college classes mm-hmm. so i would say like don't allow that to deter you from going to community college even so because again if like we mentioned before if you're not mature if you don't feel ready to go off to school maybe taking a semester of community college classes is helpful for you just to like integrate you into like what college classes are like, what the college environment is like. So you have that experience, but maybe, you know, you just do a semester, maybe it takes more, maybe it takes more, but you may transfer to your four-year school. You may not take every credit that you, you know, uh, that you completed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that's time, that seems wasted, but I wouldn't call it wasted time because it's time that you've like a, you, that you've gained experience, mm-hmm. that you've gained skill set. Maybe it's you building your study skills, and maybe in high school, like time management and your study skills were lacking. Maybe this is the time for you in community college. You know, a couple semesters to just develop all these skills that you need mm-hmm. to go to a four year school. Um, so just keep in mind, especially even if you're like going out of state everything and at transfer state to state. So I'm just letting you know, like things to keep in mind when you go to a community college. Um, but definitely if anything, like the experience, the develop, like the skills you develop, mm-hmm. um, learning how to build rapport with your instructors or like with staff mm-hmm. are things that you can like, are, those are transferable skills Oh, for sure. to, you know, to a higher degree if that's what you choose to pursue. Yeah. in your in your life i feel like this could be a whole different episode talking about yes adjust, like <laughs> college adjustment because when you mentioned that i felt that so i'll be honest with you like i was on the honor society in high school so mm-hmm. i thought oh yeah going to college this is gonna be <laughs> nothing this is gonna be nothing <laughs> my freshman year i got my grades back i was like whoa am i not smart am i a fraud? My- Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. <laughs> I'll be straight up. I did graduate. You did. I was going to say, so there's something there. I graduated. So something, God is good. I'll just say that. And that's all I'll say. But no, it is an adjustment though. It is. Yes. Like you, I, and I was, I, and I was talking to two of my other friends too, that they didn't go to Elon. They were like, yeah, I felt the same way. I was all A's in high school. Then I went to college at freshman year and I was like, oh, whoa. So man, when I tell you time management is a thing and it's mm-hmm. like you're just trying to operate in a new environment and you're trying to operate to new teaching styles, um, new ways of writing. Because even mm-hmm. when in my undergrad, and sorry for this quick tangent, but even when I was in high school, I feel as though like, yeah, I was, I understood how to do research for papers, but I didn't know how to make an argument and have rhetoric. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't learn that until I went to college and I took a writing class and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I actually get to form my own opinion. It was mostly just like, okay, you're researching something in history. This is what happened. Give this give the information in high school. Right. So it was me learning this whole different style of here is my here is my thoughts and here is my here's my argument. Here is my defense against it. So I had to learn how to rewrite that, and I also had to relearn how different professors like different writing styles or what information they're looking for for their tests and everything. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of information. Sometimes your professors think that your one class is your only class. So it's a lot of both. Very true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 
So it can definitely be an adjustment. So if you feel like you may have a tough time um, adjusting your first year of college, then definitely mm-hmm. do community college to get your gen eds done because you're going to need them. And then you get that experience too. So you're ready to just go into your fourth four-year college if you want to go to a four-year mm-hmm. college. Because let me tell you, man, I was like, ooh, freshman year, I had to work my butt off the following years after. Thank God I did become more um, knowledgeable of time management and all that sort of thing and more disciplined for myself. Mm-hmm. But the first year I was like, man, I, I, don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if college is for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a lot of students stories though. Like for sure. Like Kemi was not alone. I felt the same way. Cause like so many students that come from high school and they're like, I'm a straight A student. I'm going to go to college and be great. And that could be at their four year school. That could be a community college. And they do that first semester and they're like, Oh shoot. Like we, it's like it's a it's a reality check for sure. Yes. The same, basically, as Kimmy just said, the same tactics you use or strategies you use in high school probably won't work in college. Mm-mm. So it's you like it's more than proactive. Yeah, proactive exactly. is the yeah, name. No of the one's game. like holding your hand. That's the no one's holding your hand. Nobody. Um, I know because a lot of community college instructors work there part time. Mm-hmm. So like the same way Kemi said that a lot of instructors think this is your only class mm-hmm. that, that they have, you may think you're their only you, that you're their only class, but mm-hmm. no, they have like probably ten other classes that they're working with mm-hmm. in the same semester. Mm-hmm. So like they are there for your support, there to help you, but you really have to like proactive as well. You really have to talk to them to build that rapport because yeah. they're not coming to look for you. Nope. they're not coming to be like oh. Where's where's your homework? You didn't turn this in. Like, no. If you know them, if you built that rapport, and like all of a sudden, maybe one week you're not like as active, or like weeks go by, they may be like, oh, like where's so and so? Again, you have to build the rapport yes. from the jump. You yes. really have to. Um, and you're like and in a smaller class you. environment. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll help you. And I think community college too, a benefit. You have a smaller class environment, so they w- they are willing to get to know you like they they're happy to know you but i'm just going to harp on that just just do it like be proactive yes. proactive in getting to know your instructors proactive in getting to know your advisor mm-hmm. proactive in getting to know what's available to you at that college so if it's like your resources if you want to get involved like I, like i mentioned before in clubs organizations mm-hmm. know what they offer if you need tutoring if you have accommodations from high school that you need and you need mm-hmm. to use like disability and access services, know what your college, what community, what that community college offers and for your school too. just know what your resources are so that you can use them to your benefit and have everything you need in your toolkit to be, you know, a successful student, you know, on campus. Um, the, the name, the name of the game is proactive, is proactivity though. Proactivity. Mm-hmm. proactivity. Just yeah. do, be proactive because we're gonna it's going to take uh, you so far. That's gonna, true. You're writing, you're writing it down. <laughs> I'm writing it down. This will be a real <laughs> ramble because... It can. We can go on and on. Yeah. Mm, I can definitely go on. You are a person that you're like, I know I don't want to go to a four-year college. I want to jump into a job right out of the workforce. I want mm-hmm. I just want a little bit of prep and I want to get get going. Um, what are some like two-year, quote-unquote two-year associate's degrees that I can jump into get a job right away that pays decently or are higher paid. What are some of the lists? What are some of these key? So I can like, just think about the times that we're in. We're like a very technology, technologically driven society. Mm-hmm. So it is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, those are definitely entry level jobs. You can get that are pretty well-paying jobs as well. Like down the line. Cause with it, you can get your associate's degree. Um, you can get certified. Mm-hmm. in information technology so like you also have your degree but you also have these like it specific certifications on the side so mm-hmm. that's just like helping you build your resume that's not going anywhere um i think about too like in the medical field nursing mm-hmm. not going anywhere nursing is a really great paying job mm-hmm. um and of course we need our doctors can't do anything without doctors but the nurses are like pretty much the the heart of the medical mm-hmm. field so um, especially like this last year, I know with COVID and everything like that, nurses mm-hmm. were, you know, nurses and doctors were on the front lines. Um, but I've just seen a lot of like, I just, I've seen a lot more students that are like, I want to be nurses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely a high one. Nurses get to travel too. So once you get your registered nursing degree or certification, you can be a traveling nurse at some point and they definitely make good mm-hmm. money. 
Um, anything with like biomedical equipment technology. So that's like people who go into hospitals and um, have to like work with the equipment that doctors and nurses use. That's definitely a high paying job. Anything in the healthcare field, I would say. Anything in like the healthcare field, anything in the business field. Um, I'm not being like super specific because it, the degree name may maybe vary. Different, different yeah, places. but I would say most most community colleges have degrees in information technology, degrees in nursing. Um, mm-hmm. Dental hygiene is a great one as well. Um, degrees in well, I said biomedical equipment technology is a great one. Dental, oh, sorry, I said dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, I think culinary and baking and pastry. They may not be like the most high paying, highest paying jobs, but if you want to be an entrepreneur down the mm-hmm. line, you have that ability as That's well. So I would say, yeah, I would say anything like within hospitality are also good. Um, hospitality manage- management is also a degree on its own. Those are just ones I could think off like top of my head. I know we had a list, but I think yeah. some of those I mentioned were on the list too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just have the list in front of me. So this is a list from U- uh, U.S. News, and it's 25 highest paying associate degree jobs. And some of them on here, I'll try not to mention the ones that you listed. So legal support workers, mm-hmm. funeral service workers, um, aircraft and avionics mechanics and technicians, aerospace yes. engineering and operations technologists and technicians, um, let's see, web developers and digital interface designers. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. Air mm-hmm. traffic controllers, radiation therapists, nuclear technicians. And these are just some... These are just some jobs that you can start in and they, they pay pretty well. Um, and you can only, and you just only need for some of these, uh, just a two year degree and then maybe some mm-hmm. additional certification. Now, however, I will say still the famous line, do your research, right? Because <laughs> let's say you like this job and like, Oh yeah, they pay 50,000 a year. I'm just going to do this job and call it and call it a day. Look into research on what that specific career is, because let's say mm-hmm. that um, particular job doesn't, increase in pay over the year or maybe mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. job requires you to do a lot of traveling maybe that's something you're not interested in look into considering is there a lot of physical labor work that could kind of be too much for you True. over the years so there's right. little, little things like that you should still look into just because it's quick and it, it's a two-year degree and there's only a couple certifications and it makes easy money don't think this is it this is how I'm gonna make money and do the least bit of right. work no do your research to see if it's <clears> going to be a good fit for you because maybe later down the line, you're like, oh, man, I, I, I might want to go back to school for something else and get more education or mm-hmm. or be off somewhere else um, in my education or, or a different different career. So do your research. I just don't want you to come back and say, you guys said that these were high paying. And right. I said, these are some things, but do your research. Okay? Yes, we're, we're going to stand by that. Um, do your research. Yeah. But yes, that's definitely a really good point. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I would also, I was going to say like, go to, so if you want to utilize the resource for sure, definitely ut- utilize your college, your four-year school, community college, career services department. Mm. Um, Cause a lot of them can tell you like highest paying jobs in your region. So if your plan is to stay mm-hmm. wherever you currently live, or maybe you're, you know, within your state, maybe you just want to see like, what are right now highest paying jobs or like, not even just highest paying jobs, like the most in demand jobs in mm-hmm. this region. Um, your career counselors can definitely talk to you about that. Um, again, mm-hmm. do your research, but just so you can get an idea of like what's out there in your region, um, it's really, really a great tool to use. But mm-hmm. not only, I mean, it, t- it can tell you like the in demand jobs, what right. the average salaries are, what the day to day tasks are. I'm sure your career services either the counselors or they have some kind of like virtual resource you all can use to research that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say do it just so you can have an idea, like going into your degree, mm-hmm. like what's out there in your, like right in your backyard pretty much. Yeah. And I would mm-hmm. honestly say too, when you're looking for, whether it be a community college or a four-year college, as soon as you get like, they'll usually give you like a little admissions pamphlet or whatever. As soon as you get that pamphlet and you see a major that you like, I would instantly say, what Kiki said, go to the career services office so you can get 
what is mm-hmm. the career outcome from here? Because you're going to school to get a job or start to be in a different career. So that's mm-hmm. the information that you want. That's that's what you need. That's the outcome you're looking for. Don't say, oh my goodness, they're off this major and this place looks cool. No, go right to that career services office and see if they're going to give you what you're paying for and just right. see where the students are ending up afterwards. So I would even mm-hmm. argue, maybe even do that first before you hit admissions to <laughs> just say, okay, what wh- what are you offering here? Like, are you doing right. in-demand jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. But I think we covered most of our topics. I think we did. I feel like, so this next series, I feel like we're going to do, they're going to be so long because these are things that Kemi and I like know about mm-hmm. like a lot. So we're just yeah. like sharing everything we know. Cause next week we're talking about technical mm-hmm. and vocational school and Kemi has experience in that setting. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everything we've said is like really, really helpful. But yeah. I think we're both obviously passionate about, <laughs> about these topics in general mm-hmm. but especially because like this is what I do day to day right now community college Kemi like not long ago worked in a technical vocational setting mm-hmm. um are we doing like military as well oh yeah so for this series so, yeah. <laughs> let me read what we have in line for this series yeah. so for our series of four-year college alternatives obviously we touched on community college we're going to touch on technical vocational schools then on the episode after that, we're going to talk about gap year. What's a gap year? What do mm-hmm. you do with it? And then we're also going to talk about military and the military experience. We might have a special guest come on for that. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and we're also going to talk about professional development and certifications. So there's going to be a lot of information for this season. I hope you guys are just thrilled and excited to hear of other alternatives that you're probably not used to hearing. So yeah. mm-hmm. we're, and we're excited to share that information with you. So we are with that Kiki, do you want to sign us out? Yes. Thank you so much everybody for, for listening um, to this again, if you all have questions, we always, you know, put our link or um, we always link our like website our email our social media pages um we're doing a lot more like engagement posts so please look out on our instagram and i think facebook as well Mm -hmm. um if we ask questions make sure well we would love to see what your responses are and we'll definitely make sure to share them um so we can stay engaged with our community but yeah our outro is coming in after this so so i don't don't say i don't say all of it but yeah (laughs) Y'all hear it every week, but thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate those that have listened, those that will listen in the future, because we know these podcasts, these episodes are out here now for life. So mm-hmm. people may come in like a year, a year from now and start listening. And we love that. So definitely make sure to stay engaged with us because we want to hear from people and hear any feedback that you all have. We love, we love to hear. So. Definitely. Thanks guys. And we will. Thanks everyone. See you in the next one. See you. Thank you everyone for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya. Thank you.